Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Prince, and I am the host of the Once Bitten podcast. This is a podcast focused on Bitcoin. It's my mission to interview as many people as I can around the different aspects of Bitcoin and help people understand exactly what Bitcoin could mean for them and for their families and for their future. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome to this edition of the Once Bitten podcast and joining us again for part three, round three, is Texas Slim at Modern T-Man on Twitter, who has been dropping some truth bombs about what's going on in our um, MPAC, as he calls it, the uh, medical, pharmaceutical, agricultural complex, and how this is all being tied together and how it is being pushed this narrative down our throats and he's very he's got a very keen eye on uh, what's been going on in Glasgow and the impending carbon kind of hysteria that is about to start descending on us watch out for the news and the headlines and the narratives uh, and take a close look at what uh, Tex is up to because he's doing some great work uh, we go through everything here I hope you enjoy the show please make sure you are following him before we do the interview, I would like to give a shout out to the show sponsors. That is CoinCorner.com. You can hit the link in the show notes. Get over to CoinCorner. Your first hundred pounds of Bitcoin would unlock a free ten pounds. You can or euros, by the way, euro plebs. It's not just UK only. The euro plebs can get involved as well. Also, make sure to check out across Europe Relay R E L A I .ch forward slash Bitten. They're running some promos. Check out their website. They could be commission free right now if you log in and start your DCA. If you want to get to the conference, hit the link in the show notes or just head over to the website and use the code BITTEN at checkout to save 10% on all of your ticket purchases. Make sure you've got your stack on a hardware wallet. Use shiftcrypto.ch forward slash BITTEN to get a 5% discount on the BitBox. O2 Bitcoin only edition wallet and hello everybody in the US swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten have you covered for your DCA set it and forget it that URL will get you a free 10 bucks enjoy this show with Texas Slim we are recording we're, we're back with our boy Slim what's going down Texas Slim Texas Slim yeah okay yeah I don't know whether to call him Tex or Slim what are you going to call him, Uncle Tex or Uncle Slim? Uncle Slim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Slim, I like that. That's going to stick now, Lauren. That's perfect. <laughs> how are you guys doing? How how's uh how's the uh your new discovery? I found you uh you guys went out and found something, didn't you? Well, I found them actually. Let's let's show Lauren because I found them yesterday. Um my wife actually found Wait. them. Um, Wait. The the cows and I don't even think I've even shown Lauren yet. Uh, let's see. Oh, I was think I was thinking about something mm. else. Oh. No. Uh, open. I've got to drag that back here. Um. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Look at that sky, first of all. But then what do you see? Cows. Mm -hmm. Fresh grass. Yeah, absolutely. Free. 
And these these are the cows. Yeah, probably free. Well, you know, they'll be uh, constrained by a fence somewhere, but they're looking pretty good, aren't they? And this is this is not our exact next door field, but we have the same thing it's going bigger, on. It's big. This is like... bigger than our field, but it's just uh, 15 minutes around the corner. So, Lauren, the idea is we're going to go and buy uh, eight kilos of one of these cows on the 22nd of December, just before Christmas. And it's going to be in minced meat and it's going to be in steaks uh, of different cuts and different varieties. And uh, yeah, this is what you're looking at right here. What are those cows doing? Being happy and eating grass, not grain. There you have it. And they're going to yep. show us around the farm because I uh, explained to them that we homeschool and we're interested in our food chain and we want to know how they rear the cows. And Wait, mm -hmm. so wait, wait, wait. So this is around the corner, right? Yeah, it's near. Yeah, yeah, it's just 15 minutes away. I never knew that. Well, <laughs> there you go. See, you know, you know what? You just learned a lesson, Lauren. You, you know what you just learned? That an international lifestyle starts at home. You never know what's just around the corner. Mm -hmm. It's right, right over, right around the street. We have to start looking where we live and find out all the cool little discoveries that are right next to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, guess what? You're going to have some protein, right? Yeah, a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Oh, tell Tex what we did the yeah, other day. Yeah, I want to hear a story. I want to. I want to <laughs> hear a story, Lauren. I've been the video you took of me. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Uh, yesterday, Daddy ate like a raw egg in a cup. Uh, awesome. <laughs> and how did it go? How was it? Yeah, he said it was okay. And I, I asked him if it tastes like chicken butts, and he said the tiniest <laughs> bits. <laughs> now, where'd you come up with chicken butts? Well, because Lauren? since that comes out of a chicken, and that's like just like, it, since he just like cracked it straight away. Okay, like, I'm going to make a tweet. I'm going to make a tweet, and it's going to be called Chicken Butts for, from Lauren. Okay. I got the video. All right, then we're going to do that. I'll send you the video. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah. Uh, and the whole time I'm thinking, because I just got back from the gym uh, and I was thinking, God damn, you know what it's like when something's <laughs> on your mind, you, 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 you've clearly, you have to do it. you've clearly no, it's because, egg pilled yeah. me it's somehow. Because Daddy, it's because <laughs> right? Daddy couldn't be bothered to make his eggs, so he just he just he just drank it whole. I I mean I eat a lot of eggs. That's my breakfast every day, and uh, if possible, my that? lunch. No, I love it. I love it. It's I, yeah. boring when you do it like for two I, years I, in a row. No, it no. is. And you and you you survived, and you're you're stronger for it, Princey. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you you just now cracked the egg. You just got Literally a little bit deeper now. <laughs> and we're very lucky in the fact that our um, one of our hens, who's just come to uh, like uh, egg laying age, yeah. she's going for it. She's providing oh, an egg a day. Also, so. we had that 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 one is like a, a red chicken. Mm -hmm. uh, surprisingly, because we don't really have any red cockles you don't really hens. Have yeah hens. hens yep and um so no you're right excuse me best. no we didn't have any red cockerels you're right we had a white cockerel and a black cockerel yeah. but we have a red hen so somehow but and, and apparently they're the best at laying so yay miracles happen you're making progress you guys i mean you're are you are you documenting all of this are you are you 
I mean, actually, are you, you saying, hey, this is what we're doing? First, we had the hens. I want to, we need a story out of this. Well, we need to, Lauren, you need to write a story about this, Lauren. Uh -huh. There you go. There, he's, he's, he's laid you, it down. You don't understand. Yeah, you don't understand how important this is, okay? Because you're getting orange pilled, right? I heard you got a book in the mail, maybe. Did you get the book uh, in the, the mail? The child's book or the... Yeah. Mm -hmm. the yep, Bitcoin, the Bitcoin for kiddos. Book. Yep. Yeah, from uh, Frida. Yep. And uh, did you get that book? Okay. So we got, we're going to put Bitcoin together and then the de decentralized food supply that you guys are creating. We need that documented from a young, um, intelligent mind as yourself, Lauren. That's what we need. You have a chore, okay? So you can film the chickens doing what the chickens do, uh, or the hens, we should say, the hens. Well, uh, I don't know, because we have three more chicks, and we don't know which one they're what, what, what have you learned from the chickens about um, how they look after their chicks? What do you think? Um, sometimes they do a lot of silly stuff, but I think, I think they are... I think they're pretty good at it. I don't think we should normally just like take them away and do something. No, they, they're, they're, they're great. They're, yeah, they're great they're, mothers. They're great, yeah. Chickens are great yeah, mothers. This yeah. is where the whole, uh, the, like nature, the meme, mother hen is yeah. for a reason. Nature exactly. knows what to do. Mm -hmm. So we shouldn't really interfere with. Whereas ducks are pretty bad at mothering their, um, their young. What do they... they lead them all over the place and they forget where they've yeah, gone. Yeah, they're always, <laughs> they're always just making them chase them. That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, just like take the ducklings, put it with the hands mm -hmm. and then voila, done, easy. And have you ever heard okay. the, uh, the saying, um, henpecked? If someone's been henpecked. Does that mean like someone's stealing the eggs from the hen? No, it no. means somebody is um just on top of someone the whole time like you do oh. this you do this you do this you do this right. and that comes from like the, uh, uh, bosses and yeah there's well, always a hierarchy yeah, yeah. Or if, teachers sometimes. no in the hen house teachers. in the hen house <gasps> there's always the bossy yeah, hen yeah yeah. Like, yeah 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 we're learning a lot where is chicken life here we are we, we got chicken stories I mean, every day yeah you know it's the source it's the source of the seed mm -hmm. here we're learning about life again mm -hmm. right okay lauren i've got an idea come christmas time we're not that far away mm -hmm. right we got about six meat let's give the world and everybody a story about your journey within uh finding about decentralized food and bitcoin can we put that together it doesn't have to be complex it just needs to be kind of a cool short story and we can let the let the world know because your dad's pretty popular you know <laughs> and so uh what we can do is we can tell everybody hey this is how kids are living a decentralized life why aren't your kids living a decentralized life that's a pretty good uh that's a pretty good idea don't you think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. And I'm let's hoping do, to get those this. Cow, cowgirl boots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get them. I promise. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture. Okay. And, um, you know, I, I'll have to show, I'll show you my boots. And so you can let them, you can see what they're kind of look like. These are actually a really cool boot. See that? Oh my God. That's just amazing. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yes. Isn't that cool? Yes. Okay. What's that? That's called a cut toe. And that what the, what that is that that's the cut toe, right? This is old style cut toe cowboy boot, all right. And then you look at the hill. That hill is very special. It's called a riding hill, and it's slanted like that because you know you put it in stirrups and stuff. That so they it was easier. It was a better hill to ride a horse in. 
That's uh, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Could you imagine wearing these when you go? Oh horse yeah, riding? that's what I was about to say. I'm going to wear them to horse riding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you're going to have to. Well, you're going to have to ride a, a horse like a cowgirl, or you know, it's two different ways to ride a horse. Just be like a sure. cowgirl hat, then I'm ready to go. Well, you need boots. You need boots first, and then we'll get you the hat. Yeah, okay? then I'm ready. To, well, I you have to wear the hard hat, hat, don't you? What do you mean? You got to wear the protective hat. Not like yeah, a, a cowboy hat yeah. is just leather. It's uh, yeah, not just just like just like put that over my helmet. That, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can just wear the cowboy hat whenever you're walking around the streets of France. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, that. exactly. Set a set a new oh, trend. That could be, like know, an, become the... that could be that could be like an easy Halloween costume thing. You know. Yeah, but you can just yeah. wear it. It that doesn't is, have yeah, to be. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. That doesn't have to year. be. I know. I'm just saying that could you can be walk just around like, like really uh, easy, so then we don't have to get like a costume. You can walk around like Jesse from Toy Story as long as you like. Beautiful. Well, I'll tell you a story. I went down to Austin, and basically everybody on South Congress, I saw so many people wearing cowboy hats. So I think it's a it's a new trend. It's coming back. So. Um, we're going to take it over to France and get you a cowboy hat and, or a cowgirl hat, I'm sorry, and get you some boots. Yeah. You'll have to throw the barrier, the barrier away for a little while. <laughs> oh, what about the horse, huh? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want a horse right. as well? No. <laughs> it needs yeah. to go. Well, if I'm, if I want to be Jesse, get the horse. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Oh my God. The amount of times. Daddy, so, can I get a pony? And that's from Big Sister too. <laughs> Actually, this is like a couple times I've only said it. Kitten mm. said it like every two mm -hmm. weeks. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I promise you, whenever you guys are able to make it to the States, because one of these days you will, I'll get you on a horse and we'll go riding out in uh, the back. We're going to uh, go ranching. We're going to go ranching yes. like city slippers. Yeah. Oh, and are we going like, to be like actual, exactly... are we going to be like. It'll be, it'll be a little bit more cold than city slippers. Are, we, are slippers, we actually so... going to be like, 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 just like. So, um, what, what are the jobs again? The cowboys in cargo? Ranches. Uh, don't they? Okay. We rope. Yeah. You rope. You, you got to go. Yeah. A lot of roping. I need the lasso too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah, you go. Yeah. You got to, you got to drive the cattle. You got to yeah. get them from one place to the yeah. next. Yeah. Okay. So. And then what cows? you know what they do over here? Could you ride? Yeah. We got plenty of cows. Yeah. You, you... <laughs> yeah just ride a cow uh, when we go to the farm. <laughs> No, you, you don't ride cows. You ride the horse. <laughs> but that's that, that just kind of sounds fun, though. Well, you know, it's you, funner to ride. You the ride the bulls. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's different. Yeah, that's you... more dangerous. They yeah. normally try and buck you off. And try you know and kill what? You. Do you know what? You know what girls actually do in the states? They they call they barrel race, and what they do is they have a very cool cutting horse, and they race around barrels for times. And these horses and their and the girls are very they're like best friends. They start relationships at a very young age, and um, it's I'll send you, I think I sent your dad a video, but I'll send you a video of barrel racing. Okay, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's pretty cool. Daddy, You're gonna like it. If mm -hmm. we're gonna get a horse, get 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 a get like a baby horse. Okay, get like a calf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not gonna get a horse. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I want to be a cowgirl, Daddy, I need he to works. have a horse. Mm. No, see where we're going with this, Prince. <laughs> we're digging a hole. Well, wait. Let, let's 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 throw something in here out of left field. Um, okay. What did we eat when we were in Andorra? What did we eat? We had so many dinners. What we had in Andorra? Mm-hmm. The little empanadas. 
Oh yeah, right. Sorry. Um, I'm talk I thought you were. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so it was about this like pastry thing, and it was mixed with horse meat and these delicious spices, and they would put it in these like a uh, little empanadas. pastry things yeah. called empanadas, and they tasted so good. But like the horses, <laughs> the horses. <laughs> That, that that's why if, if the meat wasn't there then that would have tasted it all. but like if the meat was the meat was just delicious it was it was because when we were driving up the mountains we f we saw free horses like eating grass off the mountains but obviously they had bells but like they are like free yeah. they could have done anything mm -hmm. it was actually kind of cool well you know uh you know consumption of horse is really a european thing it's uh it's not too popular over here no for <laughs> a sure. lot of people a lot of people will cry because they just heard that <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely gonna trigger a lot I mean, of people like like, like I, I i i looked at daddy with a death stare when he said that yeah and that's then, right and then mm -hmm. and then daddy said well you liked it right and also if we eat like we eat chickens we eat cows we eat all those sure. animals and why don't we eat this animal but that is edible mm -hmm. well it's you know it's a cultural thing and it's not a judgment or anything it's just certain cultures eat certain things and mm. you know it, it, it just happens it's mm. not it's not nobody's being bad here it's no. just, it is a cultural thing in certain so. parts of uh of asia it's it's a cultural thing to eat um snake meat or dog meat uh or hamster or guinea pig yeah, yeah guinea i can't pigs. remember exactly which country um, yeah. Like that. Um, yeah so yeah it's it's just one of those things that um i mean if they're ready to go and there's nothing left for them i mean why not sure. it's, it's a you bet you know it's about nutrition it's about protein you know what we eat mostly in texas though what cow Beef. Wow, I've never had Beef that. Steaks. Never had that. <laughs> steaks, big ribeyes, and t bones, <gasps> and all kinds of good cuts. Ah, uh, Daddy, in Andorra, mm -hmm. I had this huge, big ribs like that big. A uh, rack of ribs. Yeah, yeah. rack of ribs. So like pork? This really? big. Yeah. And they Those were are, delicious. Pork ribs are awesome. Mm -hmm. They were just amazing. Yeah. They had like barbecue sauce um on them and they had like a couple chips it was just amazing look how primal this is text you just get talking about food and you can, like i know this is it is so basic this is oh, what we've lost right oh, 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 and the this is this this is what we've lost yeah. yes that's a good observation prince it's it's that simple man it doesn't have to be difficult at all no go on you you, you have anything more wait uh, there wasn't really ahead, meat in that one though. The Italian restaurant would the uh, that Italian restaurant what we went. Oh, we we ago. were yeah they they yeah. had their own herd of buffalo, so yeah. we were eating yeah. fresh buffalo mozzarella. Oh, and there's this really? beautiful cooked mozzarella. Awesome. So it was basically mozzarella in like, like breadcrumbs, bread crumbs, yeah, and, and yeah, they fried, made it, yeah. and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Also, there was homemade ice yeah, was cream this? from the buffaloes. Yeah, that this was, was just um, wow. this was just a week and a half ago uh, in the south of France. They were an Italian family yeah. that had taken over this this beautiful old estate, and they'd done it up to very high quality. And they were herding buffalo, 
uh, to use yeah. uh, on the uh, on the menu, pre- predominantly for milk and uh, and homemade ice cream or gelato, which man, uh-huh. <laughs> unbelievable. Awesome. They're planting yeah. their own vines, um, and they're they're taking it back. That uh, they've they've ripped up all the, the old vines that weren't producing, and they're they're putting in new ones and Italian varieties and growing them in the south of France. It was a special place. Wow. It was, uh, yeah, it was oh. man. It sounds like it. It sounds like a dream. And the we don't pasta. get that stuff over here yet. Mm-hmm. One of the pastas were like huge. <laughs> they were like it's huge. Like, yeah, it's two, fresca. Two, like yeah. three meters, something like that. Mm. That's awesome. And the pasta was was incredible, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, great. Also, we bought some of the pasta. Just, yeah, that was it was not industrial pasta. produced pasta. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I have a feeling it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. Man. Wait, are you done talking about food? Yeah. Yeah, are you gonna say goodnight? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right, Bye. Lauren. It's so good, good to see you. Yeah. I, I've been been wondering about you, but uh, we have we have proof of work that we have to we have to get done. Yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> and a lot okay. of it. Yeah. Put your put put get your marching orders, <laughs> and I'll put the boots on the ground and get the boots yeah. to you. Get the horse. Okay. okay. <laughs> Get the well, cat, that, cat, we'll, we'll, get we'll the talk, lasso. We'll, we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> baby steps here, baby steps. <laughs> yep. Bye. Bye bye. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. <laughs> that that's pretty funny. She she walked in the room. She's like, "Oh, daddy, what should my question be?" And we we haven't stopped talking for twenty minutes. Uh, so you know, right? That's <laughs> good, that's right? all it takes. Uh, all right, Tex. You, you've the, been you've been hitting the wire pretty hard since we first spoke about. Oh, I don't know. Time has flown. Maybe six weeks ago. And uh, yeah, I think it's been about six weeks. It's been amazing watching all of your content come out. I was listening to your rip with Marty uh, just over the last few days. Uh, sit through that. Um, mm-hmm. When I was doing, I was listening to that rip whilst gardening, which is uh, you know a great thing to do uh listening sure. to you guys talking about um getting back to basics whilst you're getting your hands dirty and a bit of forestry and whatever um and i've i have actually pulled some quotes from from one of your latest pieces which uh we can go down but okay I, i'll give you the mic because you you've got you've got new things to to talk about and you've got new information to disseminate uh what's what's been going on what's what's the message that you you most want to get across and then i'm going to I'm going to pull a few quotes from your your latest piece, which is going to help us guide us through the conversation and what's most important right now. Yeah, um, it, it's really it's kind of cool timing. Uh, I think that my last uh, Substack I wrote it was about the trip to Austin. I don't know if you've read that one yet, but um, I headed out like I guess it's only been a week ago. Wow, uh, I guess I let, headed out about five o'clock in the morning on Thursday last week. It's five high, uh, five hundred mile drive to Austin from where I am in uh, Northwest Texas, and so I had some plans to go, you know, talk to some people. I'd I'd been communicating and networking with a couple of people, um, so I, I made it to Austin, and uh, it's beautiful drive as it always is. I took all the back roads. It's fun driving five hundred miles on the back roads of Texas. Not so many people do that, and uh, I've made that drive many times. But I got into Austin. And uh, I drove straight to Congress to the boot store. I had to go see the boots. 
but I was I was meeting uh, everybody at the Capitol factory. Uh, it's down there at 7th and Brazos in Austin. And I walk in and I meet this guy. I've got my cowboy hat on everything, so it's hard to miss me. But I, I meet this guy. His name is Carr. And it's uh, at Thriller X on um, Twitter. He is an amazing individual. He, I believe he just uh, onboarded with Marty to help him with his podcast. So right when I walk into Austin, Texas, I am just welcomed and everything. And um, Kyle Murphy, Bitcoin bum was there. And then uh, I'd been in talks with uh, Michael with at with the Oshi app. Well, they had a big uh, shindig there Thursday night at the Capitol factory. And he talked about basically we're going to onboard the city of Austin with the Oshi app. And so, you know, a lot of people were there. I think there was 150 to 200 people showed up. So there was a lot of interest. And uh, so great conversations. I met a lot of really cool people. And, you know, it was it was a lot of energy in the room. And there's a lot of clarity coming to everybody's mindset that, hey, this can be done. Because what we're doing is we're onboarding right now. They're onboarding a lot of restaurants and coffee shops in the city of Austin. I think they have between 12 and 20 uh, restaurants already onboarded people going in there, buying food, buying coffee, buying drinks with the Oshi app. And the Oshi app, basically, you get sats back. Uh, the, the vendor, they basically get sats back. They can create promotions if they use the Oshi app. And they're not having to pay the 2.6 uh, credit card mm -hmm. processing fee. So there's so much incentive for everybody to use this on both sides. So they don't, they're not having a hard time doing that. Well, my agenda was to talk to more to Mike. And I'd had a conversation or two with a cattle company called uh, K&C Cattle. And they're right there in Austin, Texas, in their regenerative cattle ranching. And um, so I had the, I met them early, about eight o'clock Friday morning. I go out there and meet the owner, Cole, and I meet Michael, his sidekick. And they basically with uh with Cole's wife too. I wasn't able to meet her, but I drive up and I have this short horn cow looking at me. And I said, Well, I'm in the right place. <laughs> so they were they were getting ready to do the deliveries. They're really busy. Well, Cole got put me in his truck and we went and drove for an hour. We drove around his ranch and he taught me everything about that ranch, how he's basically saving the land. He's regenerative grass growing. He's not using any chemicals on any of these uh, on his land, nor his cattle. And basically it was a, it was a great educational, you know, thing for me to see it because I looked up at one point in time through the trees, I can see downtown Austin. So what we have regenerative, cattle ranching going on right now in the in the east side of Austin and it's been going on for a long time and you just talked about hey look right 15 minutes away we just sourced our beef what a it's the same damn story that I just you know just discovered last Friday with Cole and Michael well I didn't want to be a salesman or anything like that so you know me and Cole he's Texan he's fourth generational rancher in Texan I'm Texan of course seventh generation all that kind of stuff we just we hit we hit it off and I said would you be interested in taking Bitcoin accepting Bitcoin so I talked to him about the OSHA app it didn't take him five minutes he's a banker actually his profession, he's, a, he's an executive vice president banker. He, he knows a little bit about Bitcoin. He doesn't know a lot, 
but he said, man, I've been the front runner in a lot of things in banking. So yeah, let's do this. And so the big news today is uh, me and Marty had talked that afternoon in Austin. Well, Marty and Michael went out and onboarded K&C Cattle as the first cattle ranch in the state of Texas to accept Bitcoin. Wow. And they, and they made transactions in there for things fine. Everybody's got beef. Somebody's got some Bitcoin. <laughs> Here we're, we're off to the races. So that, that was kind of the long and the short of my trip to Austin. And then I've got a lot more I can tell you after that, but um, that, that was pretty exciting for it to, it, it took us a week to make all this happen and everybody involved is pretty damn happy right now. And I think a lot of Bitcoiners are, are stepping up and they're, they're, they're placing the orders with KNC cattle there in Austin. So here we go. I mean, how, how much better can that be? You know, just, it's just the perfect melting pot of, uh, the, the, the cattle that is out there and the, uh, the work that's being done by the ranchers and the amount of Bitcoiners mm-hmm. in that town, right? It's, it, yeah. it's nuts. I mean, Unchained are there. How many people are working at Unchained alone? Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's, it's crazy. And you, but, you got Parker. I was speaking to Matt O'Dell the other night and he was saying like this, this whole right. Parker Lewis running for mayor thing, that ain't a meme. This is this is yeah. an actual thing that he's he's going to like you know go at uh-huh. over the next uh, some time two to five years. I think Matt yeah. said Parker's like if it gets worse, then I'm going to run. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, and he's he's got a chance for it. And what's going to lead is the education of Bitcoin and what we're doing here. We're just not talking about it anymore. I mean, I didn't know Michael ten days ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Marty. You know the way I know him now. 10 10 days ago, whoever's meeting each other right now, it's purpose driven. And it's, it's a collective of people really wanting to make change in a smart and intelligent way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm freaking pumped up and this is going to be pretty exciting because people laugh out Parker for, you know, I haven't met Parker personal. We've exchanged some um, signal to each other, but people laugh at that. Watch out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you want to see austin become the first truly bitcoin citadel city i'll tell you what that kyle murphy boy he's got some steam to him too man you don't mess with him he's he's i mean i, I walked into the capital factory and you've got guys out there that they could have other jobs they could be doing a lot of other stuff but they're you know what they're doing they're doing proof of work every day in the capital factory you can go there you can sit down you can work all day there's stuff in their fridge you can have drinks you can do anything you want and it's all this spirit that i haven't seen in a long time in austin it's it reminds me when i first got into technology and it's pretty exciting. And I've, I've been having to fight myself. You're not moving back to Austin. You're not moving back to Austin. But it, 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 when I was leaving Austin, you know, on uh, Saturday, I had to get back late Saturday night, I believe. What a, I think I came back Saturday. But anyways, I had a big smile on my face. There's a lot of, lot of things that are happening in that town. And I think the people that are doing things like Parker to Kyle to Marty to Carr to everybody else there that I've met and I'm sorry if I apologize if I've left anybody out but we'll get there but uh, the energy is there and the intent is there 
and the agency is there. So that's pretty cool. You were saying Capital Factory. What 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 is that exactly? Yeah. What it is, it's a big building there on Seventh and Brazos. It's a it's not a skyscraper. The Omni Hotel is there. Texas Monthly used to be in there. I think they're about 20, 30 stories or something like that. They've got a whole floor. And basically you go in there and you it's just set up for to have functions. Bitcoiners go there to do stuff. I mean, it's just a collective brain trust um, talent stack that is they're all working and collaborating to each other with each other. Is it like a co-working space or something like that? Or yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could be classified as a co-working space. A lot of people are doing that. Um, that's where they, they're doing it. And, you know, they're right next to each other. They get to meet, have meetings there if they want. I think Marty did a podcast from right. there the day I was there. So yeah, they've got it set up pretty sweet. I mean, they need to do a another, maybe I can get Kyle and Carr to do a video tour of it so people can kind of see it more. I know they probably done that in the past mm -hmm. but uh maybe maybe an updated version because they're going to do that block party in austin and it's going to be on rainy street and it's going to be onboarding restaurants with the oshi app and they're gonna have food trucks there they're gonna have all kinds of cool shit going on man this like this is the place right because you've got so many tech companies that escaped san francisco mm -hmm. and moved to austin over the last 10 years uh at an you know an accelerated play uh, uh pace you've got the beef uh -huh. you've got the bitcoiners yeah. yeah there's no stopping that no there really isn't and you know to give props to knc because they'll always be the first ones that that onboarded with you know onto taking bitcoin through the oshi app you know what there's a hundred more in central texas mm. <laughs> you want to talk about hidden gems all throughout the hill country to the east to the west to the south to the north man that is some fertile ground and there's a lot of lot of heritage and tradition of cattle ranching in central texas that doesn't get talked about near enough i missed one too near enough i missed a sector oil yeah holy shit oil's coming yeah so you've got yeah, oils coming into it. One, once yep. you've peeled the beef guys and once you've peeled the oil guys they're going to understand yeah. bitcoin very very quickly and you've got the tech guys there that can build out the apps or whatever else that you know the society needs right to, to help them man this is they but they don't understand the power michael's got a team and he's been working on this for a while he's very humble with the oshi app he's got a team of programmers man i haven't seen guys like this in a long time there we're incorporating the texas beef initiative and in kind of a, in a way uh, it, that's going to be associated with associated with the oshi app so we can onboard these ranchers people can go to the texas beef initiative page they can learn how to onboard anybody that they want to as far as uh, where they're getting their beef they're going to be able to get an index of all the beef providers in the state of texas and so they can see hey this guy's close to me i'm going to go onboard him and these guys are pumping this out in less than a week i think i'm going to go live with that platform by what is today thursday mm -hmm. by saturday mm -hmm. so um here we go yeah you're right i mean it's all a, it's a wonderful perfect storm of melting pot of people that that know what they're doing and they're not afraid to just uh, to put the boots on the ground and get going have the beef families and the oil families do they 
have they ever collaborated in any way in the past? Are they, are they at loggerheads with each other? Like, what what's the history of? Because there's clearly a lot of money in the oil families, like the generational sure. families, and there's a lot of money in the ranching families. Uh, how how does that? Well, how's that played out over the generations? Well, I can write a book on that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> what it is, it, it, I tell you what, a Texas cattle rancher and a Texas oil man are it's the same person uh there's they're so they're so well associated from the very beginning of our states and whenever these industries basically came to fruition and became the powerhouse that it is a lot of oil people back in the 80s in 90s when oil goes up and down you know we, we the state of texas is always having to play this stupid opec game if it was just up to Texas, we wouldn't, we'd never worry about that. We wouldn't even play along. So once oil uh, booms, they go to oil. Once oil crashes, a lot of guys will leave oil and go into cattle ranching. So they use it and leverage it in ways that's not talked about that much. And they're not going to brag about it. And they're not going to let you into their worlds too much. And that is because especially cattle ranchers they're very protective because they they're getting hit every day from every angle and we need to understand that they are have been a target for a long time for at least 20 25 30 years in the mainstream so they're very very selective who they talk to so my type of work of going out and talking to a cattle rancher requires a very touchy and an eloquent way of speaking their language which it takes some trust building and it takes some stuff you got to get used to as far as knowing how to communicate so they don't talk about being combined as far as oil and uh, cattle but they know each other they're very tight-knit in a lot of different ways and uh, you're just not going to see it on on uh, the mainstream i wonder if bitcoin fixes this it's going to have to imagine that I mean, imagine you... those two powerhouses coming together mm -hmm. on the medium of bitcoin and understanding how important it is to elevate each other and then start helping each other rather than uh you know sure these mexican standards. i believe there's i see right now a new form of collaboration i know those guys are doing a lot down in uh houston in the oil industry uh, I think it looks like basically I'm spearheading out of Northwest Texas, but you know, I think the true, honestly, the, the true movement of Bitcoin in the cattle industry is going to come from six, central Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've been in talks with some other people in central Texas. I just see, you know, we're not going to leave any part of Texas out, of course, but I think that the old guys in Houston and the uh, cattle guys in central Texas are going to be basically the pioneers of what we're doing here. And like I said, KNC was the first mover on that. I imagine these guys getting around a table now, you know, facilitated by yourself and Marty and Parker and like, you know, just laying this all out is like, well, how have you guys been mm -hmm. fucked over the last six generations OPEC? And how have you guys been mm -hmm. fucked over the last six generations FDA, USDA, yep. whatever. All right. Guess what? Bitcoin's here. Yeah. Bitcoin fixes this. Yeah. And if you guys, it does. if you guys come together now and you start accepting Bitcoin for your uh, products and services, and you start, um, you know, building on top of this thing, the sky's the limit. The sky is the limit.
with like they're already there their their resources that they have between them whether that's the land the oil the money i mean let's go it's it's a perfect storm like i said and i i have a pretty good imagination here but i can't even imagine the creativity and the innovation that's going to come between getting these guys in a collaborative uh mindset it'll explode into something that i don't think anybody knows and i i think that's you know that's why i'm of course very proud texan i think you guys know that but i think this is something that uh something's about to happen here something is about to happen because our state government so far has been pretty friendly they're still on the fence about crypto because of blockchain and that's that's kind of scary in ways you know we'll talk about that a little bit later but you know at least we're adopting bitcoin we got some big good bitcoin laws in the state of texas and you know we're using you know gas where the mining is really going to pick up people are looking at texas to mine bitcoin so we're we're, we're becoming like a powerhouse there but uh you know I, people are going to pay attention now because we have proof, proof of work. You just can't sit around anymore and not do anything. I feel it all the way from here. I, I feel it. Yeah, I do too. Um, it's something I haven't felt in a long time. I see something I, in this is what people need to understand from here on out is that it really is time to understand the situation that we're in as a society with our money. That's what we've been talking about. But and here I come talking about food and they're coming for us in ways that we don't want to talk about. I got called dumb and an idiot today by an academic. I guess, I guess he's, he's institutionalized. That's for sure. <laughs> he's, he, he knows a lot about chemistry. So he called me a an idiot and i said well i guess i'm i'm failing right now because you didn't call me a, a dumbass mother you know what and so uh i gotta try harder <laughs> but they're coming after us they're they're coming after us in ways that we're not paying attention and that's fine it's not people's jobs to pay attention this close because they're trying to survive and they're trying to provide so you got guys like me got guys like you got guys like marty you got guys like michael everybody kyle all these guys that guess what guys we did something in a week and what and they're they're onboarding somebody right now you know mm -hmm. what happens whenever all these restaurants in in austin and starting with rainy street what happens when all of these restaurants in the city of austin now except bitcoin like el salvador does <laughs> i wonder if you've met uh let's let's uh because he's been on the uh the show before at john odette md uh he's a doctor in uh in texas john if you're listening big shout out thanks for coming on the show uh you got to reach out to to uh slim because they've got uh restaurants in in austin and he would be completely uh, if he's not already all over this um mm -hmm. so so make sure um I'll, I'll hook you guys up if you've not uh if you're not following yeah already so in, I don't think I am. Well, in, in the Bitcoin yeah, space, do. we talk about network effect, right? Um, and that is kind of like the network effect is, yeah, everyone's getting nodes and, you know, this is a distributed, but like this, this network effect mm. isn't talked about enough. Like, you know, just word of mouth, people doing shit on the ground. That's the only, you know, in, with technology adoption, we can talk all day every day seven days a week 
and it becomes a bad habit. And I understand why. I understand that we we have to work through, we have to hash through it, we have to find out all the bugs, we have to think about every scenario when it comes to technology. But sometimes you just got to throw it out there and see if it sticks. Well, we're throwing it out there and see if it sticks. So far, it's sticking. And to get application of boots on the ground is the only way you're going to accomplish anything in life, especially in today's society, which we are basically automated and we're directed in ways that, you know, creates a quiet desperation. Face to face, look at people in the eyes, shaking their hands. It needs to, it needs to have a new, a new value add uh, placed on it that people realize it's part of the freaking solution as well. So, yes, and hundred percent. I'm, I'm going to tie this into what you wrote in one of your last pieces. I think it was the, the fifth, okay, the fifth um, installment, uh, and it's talking to to this what you're talking about right now. To seek truth requires one to ask the right questions. Too many people never ask about anything because their ego and arrogance prevent them from doing so. If the mind is in the way, the heart will not see anything. That's that kind of sums up my life in a lot of ways. Um, we all have to get there. We all have to have to have that as basically a guiding light on how we live from here on out. We live in a society that idolizes so much. We live in a society that has so much deception. And within that deception, we keep on stacking false value on that deception. And if we continue to do that with anything, anything that like I, I told Marty is like, okay, if the seed is corrupt, everything from that point on in time is corrupt as well. Mm -hmm. It is a form of deception which a form of deception creates a false value. If you are stacking false value on top of deception and you keep on stacking false value on deception, it's never ending. It does not have any scarcity to it. The one thing that we do have scarcity of right now is Bitcoin and truth. And we got to let our heart back into this and we got to let our egos go. Let the damn egos go and let's all admit that we're dumb. We've been fooled, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> on Marty, I was like, you know, we had to admit there were a bunch of writ seeking cucks <laughs> and, and that's okay to do that. And, and if we can do that as a, as men, as women, people that are based that are trying to change the world in a way that, that, that people are fighting, you know, we're going to let our heart back into this. We're going to be able to have a new vision in ways that matter. Because in the end, no matter what happens here, moving forward, the truth will win. Mm -hmm. And I think I think all of us are really invested with our heart first. And, and, and that that's what matters to me. You know, that, talking to Lauren, talking to the kids, talking to uh, Frida, who sent you that book about Bitcoin for kids. You know, that 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 means something in what Parker's doing for the city of Austin or going to try to attempt. We've got something going on. And if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss out and you're not going to be able to say, hey, I was part of that legacy creation. And this 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 truth, it just keeps coming back to me. And it, it, it suddenly dawned on me the other day. 
and you know to to borrow parker's title and to bastardize it a little bit one of his pieces is called um bitcoin not blockchain uh yeah and i want to say now truth chain not blockchain because this yeah. is what, this is what it is right it's a truth chain it is you know it is. every transaction that's ever happened on this freaking thing is verified mm -hmm. every 10 minutes it's a 13 year truth chain and look what we are building on top of it look at how it's changing people and what we're you know building look look how it's affected you exactly exactly i mean i was a rent seeker i was i was fly by night hey let's go travel the world let's go do all that fun crap and all that and it was fun don't get me wrong <laughs> but <laughs> we both i wish there. yeah we all have and but gosh dang imagine what we'd have been you know 20 years ago prince mm -hmm. if we'd have had this mindset but you know we wouldn't have had this it would have been frustrating if we had this because we wouldn't have had the protocol that has that truth chain that is associated that is the strength that is our leverage it is our leverage i mean we're we're okay we are ballsy enough now in our lives to use that leverage of bitcoin that's why we're changing because we got we get it has our back we believe it has our back look what people are capable oh. of if you backed by truth exactly what portal does that open up into your abilities as a as a human being as a spirit as a father as a brother as a mother as a daughter you know as friends as you and i you and i would have never met each other mm -hmm. if it wasn't for bitcoin mm -hmm. that means something i would have never met marty kyle car all those guys in austin i would have never met them i'd have never met cole a professional rodeo cowboy that is an executive vice president banker of a community bank that sells pasture-raised beef in the state of texas there's something going on here and i can't get enough truth now mm -hmm. <laughs> i can't get enough it's too scarce so you know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go mine me some truth <laughs> let's do it and the <laughs> so <laughs> and you need and you need colleagues to mine with right you need peers to go out there and like uh this uh, you know analogous to the, the the gold rush of the 1850s you didn't go alone you wanted to go with strong other people that were seeking the same thing and i, I love that because you know i talked earlier i can't my i think it was one of my sub stacks it's been a lot of them but you know mining the truth i, I love that um the truth chain. Um, what I see right now, as far as where we're going with this, you have to have a cool understanding of history and you have to have some romance to create a renaissance. And, you know, thinking about how they used to mine gold in the California, let's say, you know, the gold rush, you got to picture that in your head. And you're going to say, how can I have that spirit? How can I have that drive? They didn't know if they're going to find gold. They didn't know anything, but I guarantee you they had an adventure, you know, along that path. And that's what I like to bring into my writing is like, hey, this is Texas. You don't understand Texas. Let me tell you about it. You know, let me tell you about a back road, Texas, that you can that you can envision in your mind. If you can't have that creativity in your mind, you're not going to get anywhere because all you are is being a technician. And we've got to lose that. We've got to have creativity. We got to have some romance. We got to have some poetry. 
into our intelligence. And I see that Bitcoin is that tool that we leverage to get back to that as people. And if you look at people from the past, from the 1800s to the, you, let's just use the 1800s because they were fascinating times in this country. I mean, from the cattle ranching to the cattle boom, to the gold rush, to the Comanche wars in Texas, there was a lot happening. And there was some pretty based individuals that had to weather a lot of storms and guess where it led us. It led us to where we are now. So we have to honor that past. And um, I think that's what we're trying to do, isn't it? I, absolutely. It's, it's exactly what we're trying to do because we're under attack and, you know, we, we know yes. this and this is what you're trying to expose. And I'm going to, you know, reference another paragraph from uh, one of your last pieces, <clears throat> okay, which um, we'll be able to riff on for, for probably a good 20 minutes after I've read it. Uh, okay. Our food is killing us. And it's being done with world-class marketing, with expert data mining and analysis. Our government, global corporations, and investment firms are designing this form of game theory. You are being profiled by your food consumption and your desire to search for taste, convenience, and comfort. You are a game character. It's pretty hard yeah, shit right there. <laughs> well, it, and we are. We're, we're game characters in a in a game that was created. You know, game theory came out in the 80, late 80s. And By you know another John Maynard, theory? right? It's something like that. John yeah. Maynard Smith <laughs> yeah. this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, people don't understand what game theory was originally created and the philosophy was it was evolution control. How? to control evolution. So how do you do that? Well, you do it with game theory. What is game theory? Well, you create characters and you basically feed them information to make them act in certain ways. And now that we're into this basically uh, unknown with data mining, data scientists, data science, the analytics, the artificial intelligence, everything, they're trying to digitize our, our world and they're having tremendous success. And of course it started with social media in a lot of ways, because, you know, we all know, you know, free application, you know, we're the, we're the, we're the product, whatever that's played out. What they're ready to do is basically turn us into a type of predictive game character that they have control over by creating a new economy and that's what's that was what i was referring to we we talk about the great reset we talk about you know the monetary reset laser hoddle does a lot of he does a very good job with his content he knows what's going on well let's let's move that economy monetary reset what is their leverage what is it nobody can really tag it well what it is they're going to use it you brought up in our first, I think our first cast, our first rip, you said a carbon credit credit card. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Okay. Carbon credit. They're in Glasgow. It's wrapping up tomorrow. I don't know if they're having much success and that makes me kind of happy. I'm going to have to get, dive down and see what's going on. Is that even on, still but... going on? Really? I, I thought that was done. Oh yeah. <clears throat> wow. It's, it's okay. done. Well, well, the media is done with mm, it. You clearly. Know, but 
there's definitely some closed doors. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, you'll have all the the, the behind the backstage doors. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, that was the and, right. Okay, the pageantry is over. No, yeah, yes. you're right. The, it, it runs until tomorrow, twelfth of November. God damn! Like, yeah, this is like think how programmed we've been, right? Like this has been uh -huh. out as far as I can see. The the mainstream media, not that I watch it, but no one's talking about it like it's mm, not even... i don't want you to no right okay so they have the big dog and pony show that's what the media catch hold of i mean alex epstein did a great interview i don't know if you uh caught that you know the the author of uh, the moral case for um fossil fuels he he did a brilliant oh yeah i didn't see that yet. you, you got to see that so i will so they yeah. have all that and then they just disappear again so all the private jets are probably still parked there all mm -hmm. the movers and shakers are probably still there behind oh, yeah. the scenes maybe the head of state or whatever has flown out and they follow that person out but all of the bullshit right now all of the deal making all of the gerrymandering shitting hell yes. unbelievable that's, yeah and you know that's that's and that's a good that's good framing for people to understand and I, i'll put it you know what what did they concentrate on mm -hmm. this oh uh greta yelling at them uh Biden farting, I think, was one of them. Uh, you know, this is what the media grabs. Oh, on. yeah, he shit himself, people, right? Or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I I didn't go there, but <laughs> I, I think that's what happened. <laughs> another 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 shitting. Accident, I, I'm but, sorry, Joe, if that really happened. Uh yeah, it's not, bless your heart. Yeah. Bless your heart. But uh, I think the I shot I think the shots of B12 in his ass are starting to not work as much as they were in the last eight months. But you know that that's what they were. Okay, that was the pageantry of everything. What's going on right now? They said, okay, thanks, puppets. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming here and looking at us. Well, the guys that are really controlling everything are making making the moves right now. Once, as I've said before, tomorrow is the 12th. That's when people get their marching orders and that's when the marketing plans get released. We're about to we're about to witness them attempt to create a carbon credit economy. It is here. And you've what did you see this week? You saw the the attack on the cow. You saw that mm -hmm. they basically have built new mask for cows because it's not cow farts. It's cows bird belching that's where the methane is coming from so you have everybody from cargill coming out saying we have a solution to the methane so i think probably and i could be wrong and if i'm wrong i'm wrong but i think within i don't know a week two weeks they're going to classify the cow as a carbon hazard okay so let's go back to game theory if a cow is a carbon hazard anything that touches that cow basically anybody that touches that cow mm -hmm. you better be on board to be in this new carbon credit economy game and if you're not then you're going to be penalized you're going to be penalized because you're not going to you're going to lose all your carbon credits you're a bad consumer you're not going if you're you know if you if you're part of the state and you're getting paid welfare stuff like that you are not allowed to buy beef anymore you have to buy this new fake commodity that i've been talking about which is the fake protein mm -hmm. and so it's still it's just as bad as you know rapeseed it was when it came out as canola 
So what are you doing? You're creating another fake value on top of deception. And that's what they're trying to pull here. And they're going to say that carbon, basically, if we can decrease carbon, you know, you get your carbon credits. If you can do that, if you can save the earth by your consumption, then you're a good game character. If you're not a good game character, you're going to pay the price in our societies. Mm. And they're going to, going to give you your credit card. They're going to give you your banking. And if you've already opted in to their database and to their digital tracking system, which a lot of people in, in the world have, guess what? They've got all this data running around. Now they can, they have a slush fund of data. Now they can organize that data and now they have something they can go off of and start creating a new game character in this new carbon credit economy that they're going to do. And that's the new game. This is SimCity in real life, isn't it? This is like... Uh... It really is. And, you know, I don't want people to freak out here. It takes them time to do this. Everything that I'm talking about has been... They've been working on this since 2012. Around, it was whenever we started getting the consolidation of food companies together that you and I talked about mm -hmm. with Buffett and all that kind of stuff. Well, 2017, we're going to look back at 2017 and we're going to go, holy shit, we missed that one. And I missed it. I didn't understand this consolidation of the chemical companies that, mm -hmm. that and, and seed companies that took place around that time. We had Monsanto was bought by Bayer. We had Dow and DuPont combined. Then we had uh, Kim China and uh, Syngenta or whatever it's called. They, those were the three major combinations that happened within a probably an 18 month period. Those are the biggest controllers of our seed, the biggest chemical producers in the world, and they're medical companies too. So let's go back to the medical, pharmaceutical, agricultural complex. Mm -hmm. So in 2017, they said, okay, we have a plan. The Agra Atlas grew, the corporations were sucked in. You have to make these agreements. You are going to save the planet. You are going to do this based on carbon credits from here on out. This is how we're going to move forward. We're going to create this carbon credit economy and we're going to be able to squeeze people now. We can squeeze social impact programs. That's the big one right there. That's how they're going to start this stuff. Social impact programs. If you look at the, if you look at the, uh, infrastructure bill you'd be amazed on how many times they use the word social impact hmm. so get ready social impact programs what they can do they can capture all of these uh non uh nonprofits. they can they have all these you know hewlett packard company is a big big uh player in the nonprofits. i use them as an example because they're very good friends with the gates in bill and melinda gates foundation they have all these kinds of nonprofits where they funnel the money and they actually make billions off of dollars off their nonprofits. Nobody realizes. And so by doing that, they're going to do these social impact studies. They're going to do social education programs. Everything will have a data set and it's going to be tied to a carbon credit. That's what people aren't seeing here. And they've got all the infrastructure built, but they don't have the cohesive unit of a data sets that they can use to basically control us. They can scare the shit out of us. They can brainwash us some more, but they can't, they're not quite there. And they didn't think they were going to be here this fast. Mm. 
they thought they were going to go, they thought what happened, and then this, this is truth right here. They thought that they were going to indoctrinate the educational systems because they've been doing it within the institutions of the universities already. We know that. They're going for the children and building these blockchains and everything, basically capturing everything about your child that they can. Well, lo and behold, they said, well, let's try this COVID thing. Let's see what we can do. Let's create a digital ID. And so they think they've had enough success with the digital ID and enough people have been vaccinated because you don't have to have the digital ID yet. If you've even been tested for COVID, you're in that database. And so that's their next move here. And we're, we're going to see how this plays out. Like I said, I don't think Glasgow went as well as they thought, but I haven't done, I haven't dove deep down into it yet because it's still going on. I want to see, I want to see what my algorithm picks up in the next week and then we'll kind of know something. And, um, but as, as they do all their bullshit, our message is going to get more and more. And I think that, you know, we're, they don't know, they don't see us coming. Honestly, they don't see us coming. So as they gain momentum, we're going to gain just as much momentum. You know, it's the yin and the yang. It's the good and the evil. It's the black and the white. It's the balance of our universe. And so I see us getting very powerful very fast. There, I've got people on my ass right now. People are starting to get pissed off at me. So like I told you before. So, uh, you know, here we go. The game starts tomorrow right tomorrow man yeah yeah that makes me even more bullish thinking about all right it's off to the races and you guys are already talking to the oil producers like we were talking earlier like uh, these are important people that you could have on your side mm -hmm. in your hometown in your corner of the states right you can yeah you can you know build that defensive wall but before before we came on today i was just you know i was getting into the the weeds of pfizer um because i saw their um Q3 uh, earnings reports and was just shocked. And then I just like hit up all of the information that's available on the internet, go check Wikipedia. And this ties in with what you're saying, all these mergers and acquisitions that started around um, 2016, 17, whenever it was of MPAC, right? Um, medical, uh -huh. no, uh, excuse me, what do you call it? Um, the medical pharmaceutical agricultural complex, complex. right? So M medical MPAC, yeah. 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 Medical pharmaceutical. So Pfizer, for example, September, uh -huh. uh, right, June 2015 acquired Nimenerix uh, and Mankavax uh, from GlaxoSmithKline, 130 million. September 2015, Hospira, 17 billion, including the assumption of debt. 23rd of November 2015, Allergen announced, uh, uh, Pfizer and Allergen announced a planned 160 billion merger. In 2016, June, company acquired Anacor Pharmaceuticals, 5.2 billion. August 2016, 40 million bid for the assets of Bind Therapeutics. Acquired Bamboo Therapeutics for 645 million. September 2016, acquired cancer drug maker Medivation, 14 billion. October 2016, acquired um, some patent. December 2016, Acquired AstraZeneca's small mo uh, molecule antibiotics business for one and a half billion. It goes on, man. <laughs> you made me sick, right? right? It like, did oh the, I'm only halfway it down does. the list. I'm only halfway down it, the list. And get this. It is fast. In their, in their, in their filings, uh, which I tweeted out before we came on, um, yeah. it says... 
third quarter 2021 revenues of 24.1 billion dollars reflecting 130 percent operational growth right excluding cominati with a little one in brackets and i'm like what the fuck is cominati well we all know what it is right yeah. it's the fucking vaccine yeah it's just got a freaking yeah. name that's yeah. the name that yeah. they use at the fda yeah so yep. it goes on to say a little bit further down in uh, like sentence two or three um anticipate 2021 revenues of approximately 36 billion from cominati <laughs> one and a half times of their whole product line but it's not being accounted in their Q3, even though they've already been paid. They've already been paid because we know the governments that have bought this have to pay for the product sight unseen before it's even delivered. So not only True. do you have complete fallacy, farcical, I don't even know what GARP, non-GARP, freaking accounting bullshit you've got going on there in black and white plain sight, but you can see the exact it's so sick. The whole thing is so sick. And I don't know what's going to make people wake up in this simulation that you're talking about these 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 characters in the game. But what I want to try and stress to people is if, if you are one of those people that's trying to live outside the game, you're going to be fine. Yeah, you, you, yeah they don't be fine. They don't care about you. You're not in the game. That no. doesn't matter. Yeah, we're not going to be their game character. We're going to create a new game character. So the, the, and usually in any game you've ever seen, if you ever study game theory, the, 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 the rogue game character usually wins. And we are playing game theory with them. They don't, they don't understand game theory like cyberpunks do. <laughs> so, the, you know, I, I, I welcome it, like I always say. Uh, we're, we're going to be okay because, and that's why I really focused in on you know, what we're talking about is how do we function as pure animal protein to our brains? That's, that's it. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Okay. If we succeed in everybody out there that wants to do that and you make your lifestyle choices, this is how I'm going to live my life. We are going to be extremely, extremely powerful individually within our family union, and then as a collective cohesive unit that is basically help changing the world, we're going to change businesses that they don't realize that we're changing their business in the beginning. And I guarantee you, Cole and Michael at KNC Cattle right now, I bet they're worried about running out of freaking beef. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how we're going to do this. This is how we're actually going to win. And you just named off all kinds of just probably illegal crap going on you know and you would know it better because you that was your you know you were in the finance world we don't have to focus on you know collectively we, we don't have to focus on we know it's there and you know we we have to identify it but that's not what our focus is our focus is exactly what we know is truth the truth the truth chain, truth chain. you know bring it back to the yeah. truth chain. You know, you, you, the last couple of times we, we, you you, uh, you came up with mine your protein. Everybody, we got my and I went and bought that URL. I own that URL now. <laughs> I love it. And I, I 
now somebody right now is going out there and buying truth chain i know they are so damn, too late damn it, damn it. Wait, wait wait hang on this is this is a, if it's a yeah. it's probably buy. i'm gonna what, what is it go daddy Let, let's see yeah let's just yeah just look at go daddy <laughs> <laughs> i am not on this uh truth chat oh hang on a second although i did buy chad.com gigachad.com i bought uh, yeah you did yeah yeah uh truth Sorry, listeners. Uh, oh, it wants me to log in. God damn it. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, now it's sending me all kinds of, oh, this is going to be the worst, the worst part of any podcast. Someone's going to clip this exact part and, uh, and tweet right. it out. <laughs> Well, whilst I look, whilst I look for that, that there, there, there is um, one more thing that I wanted to bring up from your uh, sure. um, your last piece of writing, and uh, you're going to have to tell the listeners what quote this is because I cannot remember. It's from a book in the Bible. Okay, part. I, I, I'm I'm not exactly sure. I'm I'm not up on my religious texts, but um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll hit you with it, and then um, then sure. you can rip it. Let's do it. Let the poor court the rich for a living. And that under their protection, they may enjoy a sluggish tranquility and let the rich abuse the poor as their dependence to minister to their pride. Let the people applaud not those who protect their interest, but those who provide them with pleasure. Over to you, my friend. (laughs) What were you thinking when you found that? And uh, whenever I whenever I. It's funny. I was having a conversation one day with a very good friend of mine. He's an artist. He's a he's a master carpenter. He has lived a decentralized life that he never even realized he was living. He raised eight children and he is he is eloquent in his speech. And he is just a he's a top individual, very based man. And I was talking about early on in my writing and I was like, this is before I even started, you know, right around the Substack and every time I would tell him my research, he comes back with these quotes and he quoted that first sentence. He says, let the poor court the rich. And I said, let's talk about that. I got something I need from you. (laughs) So what that is, I'll tell you who it is. It's St. Augustine out of the city of God. And what he was writing about, he was writing about the fall of Rome when they were basically, you know, the barbarians came and sacked Rome and they said, we won't kill you unless you, you you know, if you hide in the cathedrals and the churches with the Christians, you won't die. Well, they came and they sacked Rome. And then they basically, everybody that relied on the Christians at that time, after they had sacked Rome, they blamed the Christians for being invaded. Now, If that doesn't really kind of start summing up our society, how our mindset has changed and how we are living and how the poor courts, the rich and in used to, we didn't know, but if you say you you're not courting the rich, then you're lost. And I'm sorry, bless your heart. But if you don't get the meaning of that quote from St. Augustine, then you're missing the picture here. Because, you know, it, it goes on to talk about, he talked about pocket prostitutes that were free if you cannot afford them. And so what is our pocket prostitute is, is our smartphones with all of our free apps. Mm-hmm. 
It keeps us engaged into what they want us to do. So the poor will continue to court the rich. And so we're living out St. Augustine's uh, paragraph there 2000 years later. History does not repeat itself, but it sure as hell rhymes. And I, I just, I attached myself to that and said, this is something that we need to start associating understanding, because if you don't know history, we know all the cliches, we're going to repeat it. And we're repeating it in ways that a lot of people are not aware of. And that's, I just want to, you know, a moment of clarity in your life is so powerful. And then you never can dictate when that clarity is going to come. But as I told Marty last week on Friday, um, there's a new portal to yourself that is available right now. And it, it, it's, it's, I got there with the Bitcoin philosophy. It's not because I own a lot of Bitcoin. It's not, a, and I have my wealth in Bitcoin or whatever it's going to be. None of you will ever know. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but what I do have, my current wealth in, in, in Bitcoin is the portal to myself again that I believe that all of us basically have been robbed of in some form or fashion because we have courted the rich. Mm -hmm. And now we don't have to mm -hmm. court the rich. We are in control now and we will basically not court the rich anymore. We did court the rich because they were the ones that made the money and we were the ones that yeah. just went running after it. And they were the ones sure. that manipulated the money. And we were the ones that just carried on yeah. running after it on that little hamster wheel. And we don't need them. Mm. Like it's, no, it, we don't need them. It's, and that's a whole new life. And that's a brain rewire. That's, it, it, it's, it's funny. I was, I was interviewed today on, on a, uh, on a young man's podcast that, uh, is just starting out and um so he wanted to to chat and he was talking about his spiritual journey he was talking about uh silence retreats like 10 day silence retreats mm -hmm. like mega shit i just can't even you know i i give me a 10 minute headspace app and i'm i'm all good i feel as though i've meditated for this year right right <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but like he was talking about some heavy heavy shit and you know he he made the um the comment like you have the keys to your happiness, you have the keys to your inner peace. And if you give those keys to someone else, you're fucked. And it's like, holy mm -hmm. shit, not your keys, not your coin, not your keys, not your peace, not your keys, not your happiness. Like it's like all of this starts, you know, connecting itself. It really does. Uh, that's cool that you went on that for him. I mean, kudos to you for doing that. I mean, that that's cool that, you know, we have that type of community, but that's what I want everybody. You just summed it up right there. That's what everybody needs to realize. We're not, we're making it too complicated. It's right there in front of us. The keys are right in front of us. They've been here the whole time. They have, we don't have to live in that quiet desperation anymore, man. We, the citadel of the mind is right here, right now. I'm focusing on beef because I love cows and I'm in Texas. You know, what, what is it going to be that you focus on, you know? and go for it let's do it we'll do it as a community and i think we are really but you know i think that this we're into a, a new realm here a new phase of a renaissance i think that is you know it's going to be pretty pretty amazing something that the world has never seen and i don't i don't i bullshit a lot because that's how you know you gotta bullshit but i'm, I'm not bullshitting on this one this is very very true to me and I wouldn't come up here. I'm not shilling anybody. I'm not LARPing 
I'm not, I haven't made a dime off of all of my work. You know, there's not too many people that are come out and say that they have made a dime. I feel guilty. You know, I'm going to set up my podcast where I can get some sats, I guess. I don't know. I haven't even looked into it, but it was re recommended to me, but I'm not, I'm not making any money and I don't give a crap. And so it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. It really is. And uh, we're going to have fun doing it. I mean, you and I are having fun. I, I, I was so looking forward to today. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you and me are buds now, so you get used to me. <laughs> let's, let's do it. I'm ready to go anytime, man. I'm ready to throw down. But uh, what, yeah, I want to talk about, uh, I, I've heard you say uh, on this pod a couple of times and on Marty's as well, when you were talking earlier about, um, you know, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but along something along the lines sure. of, you know, I, I, I've, I'm running this in my algorithms and I'm going to look at what my algorithms pick up. I mean, can you just explain, uh -huh. you know, because you come from a data and tech and research background, can you just explain to uh -huh. like the listeners, like how deep into this kind you of, really are, like, you know, what, what, right. what's running a little bit behind the scenes, don't give up anything sure. you're, you're not comfortable, but, um, you know, just a, like a, a quick overlay. No, I, I the people couldn't figure it out if they tried. Uh, I don't, I don't mind sharing that at all. For one thing, personally, as a person, as an individual, as a man, uh, as a grown man that, you know, tries to be based in life, I refuse, I refuse to ever look at a TV ever again. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's never going to happen. I haven't heard, if I've heard any form of a commercial in the last year, it was by accident. I was in the wrong environment, not the wrong, just an environment that presented that. Any type of uh, media I use through uh, basically my smartphone, um, I get no commercials. Um, any music that I listen to, I hear no commercials. In my personal algorithm, as is my spirit, basically, as who I am, I get no noise whatsoever. That is something that I cannot encourage enough to do in your life. I do not have to pay attention to it. If there's something that is important, if I need to be in, I'm more informed than the person telling me that they're informed. I'm sorry. I am. <laughs> if I'm not informed, it's because it's not part of my focus. So I don't have to worry about any of that anymore. You guys can let it go. I know it's a blankie. I know you can, you know, it keeps you nice and warm. It's your safe space, but let go of it. And, and be done with it and create your own algorithm of your of your focus and your mental makeup every day. On the other part, I've got people across, I'm part of a decentralized intelligence team. And what we do is we pick up certain algorithms. We're able to scrape the internet in ways that a lot of people don't understand because it's a collective unit. We, we report to each other in ways, it's right out in the open, nobody knows that we're doing it. And, and basically what we do is, if something comes out, if there's a story that comes out and everybody's thinking it's factual, we'll be able to break that down pretty fast. And we'll say, no, this is actually, that's just the distraction. You're over here arguing this, the distraction. This is what is actually going on. By saying that, um, it's nothing, it's not, you know, I'm not a spook. I'm, I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm the good guy. I, you know, and I, I even associate with some of the bad actors out there and people don't understand how the intelligence apparatus is actually set up in the United States. Cause that's what I focus on in the United States. Um, they don't understand that people that do that type of counterintelligence that I do, we know who the bad actors are. We know, they know who we are. 
they monitor us just like we monitor them. I know every time somebody in the FBI reads my Substack, I know every time somebody in the CIA rubs, uh, reads my Substack. Hey, I was in intelligence labs and telecommunications, you know, I'm not that good, but I, I hands on, but you know what? I'm good at, at being a professional. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's something that took a lot of years to get to. And um, I'm very good at it. And, and as far as that, and I'm, I'm actually, you know, I had the MTM initiative. I have not even shielded that, but what that is, I want that to be for young men or women that want to start learning how to basically become your own intelligence expert. And I haven't pushed it. It is out there. It, nobody really knows it's out there. But I want to get people to quit using damn Google. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you know, those small things that we do, a lot of things that laser, you know, HODL puts out there, you know, all of us can start doing it right now. And if we do that, that's going to create another type of truth mindset. Everybody's going to go, man, I'm empowered now. I don't feel like I'm being, I'm courting the rich today. You know, you're going to be a sovereign individual in a way that you don't understand. I do get a lot of my confidence because of the way I work intelligence. I don't have to worry about those freaking stupid CNN reports. You know, every on Sundays when I put out my news, news my new Substack article, I usually do it about 5.51 p.m. Central Time in the United States because at 6 p.m., 60 minutes comes on. <laughs> So I usually say well, I'm smarter in 60 minutes. So <laughs> you should be actually looking at this instead. So, you know, we don't get it all right. We don't, but we get most of it right. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. What I'm doing is making sure that people get good nutrition. That's my focus. Um, and that's where my intelligence has to be. I've got other people working on the social impact and the, the basically the stakeholder capitalism that is coming, the human capital bond markets and the hedge funds that will be created off of those human capital bond markets. I've got a full team and they're damn good. And they've been on it for a couple of years now. And uh, that stuff is still to come. And, but after Glasgow, people will start, can't say it too early because people won't understand it. Mm -hmm. And so that, that's kind of what we work on as a cohesive unit. And it is, it's international. It's just not here in the States. All right, man. Well, that's, that's awesome. And I back you up on the TV thing. I, I tuned out to uh, any kind of news or anything like that that was uh, coming at me through the tube in 2014. And I quickly, yeah. I quickly realized after just a very, very short amount of time, it's like, hang on a minute, I'm more informed now than I ever was before. You know, and I used to have to be around the news the whole time. You know, yeah. it was on my Reuters yeah. screen. It was on my Bloomberg screen. It was on the, the TV and CNN or Squawk Box and all of this all the time. As soon as I walked away from that and I didn't need to have that um, kind of my identity tied to being, you know, completely up on the day's events. Uh, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it, it drives me crazy. Boomers still sit down at 10 o'clock every night to watch the news because it, they, they feel as though they need to be an informed citizen. You know, it's like, oh, my God, guys, like you. Have you not seen this? And I was watching funny story. You talked about commercials. I even record now any sporting event I want to watch, which is very, 
few these days. You know, I like to keep hold of the the Formula One, what's going on there. I have to record it because uh-huh. I cannot watch it because it gets shown on what's known as Channel Four in the UK, and we get that that streamed uh, over here to to France. I can't watch it when they show it because they interrupt yeah. every like seventh lap with with commercials. Right. So I have to record it and bang through them. Now the other night, I missed. Uh, I was distracted by something and i turn around and the uh the commercials were showing i could not believe the shit that they were shilling and the fear and whatever else and oh like yeah the, i was like oh my god no like no wonder no wonder yeah. you lock people in their homes and you let them watch television for 15 hours a day and you can just beam at them whatever you want and i cannot imagine the marketing budgets that went into uh keeping people as afraid as they possibly could throughout well, the last 18 months well i know at one time uh we basically just a small impact of the marketing budget here in the states um when they weren't having traction like they wanted they spent 10 billion dollars for a marketing plan 10 billion dollars for a marketing plan wrapped around covid so that put that into perspective you can going back to what you just said okay you said, lock us up in a room. Okay, people don't understand what they're really actually trying to do here. And I'll, I'll, I'll spell it out pretty simple. They're decreasing our physical space. Okay, that's what they're ha- trying to have success in. You shrink our digital, our, our physical space, right? What they're going to stack on top of that now compacted physical space is they're going to try to increase your augmented space, which would be your digital space, your digital reality, your digital avatar, your meta, all that. that that's right. where the new economy is. That's the new economy because if your physical space has been decreased, then therefore you're carbon credit good boy, okay? But if you try to have a very wide physical space, then you're going to be labeled with a, basically a data set that you're, you're a hazard, you're a carbon hazard. Of course, we know they don't have to live up to those standards, but we give away our power and basically by by being able to fight that by playing their game. So, okay, that's the new game character you will become. Somebody has a small digital space or a, a small physical space, I'm sorry, and then a big digital augmented space that they're creating right now for us. And so what game character are you going to be? You know, how are you going to approach that? Well, you approach it and you kind of start living like, you know, I do, I do the lifestyle reports. You're going to find the international lifestyle back at home. This is where it's going to start. This is your ground zero. Once you do that, you're going to understand how they're going to play this game out in the next, you know, 24 months, whatever it's going to be. You'll have a working plan to be able to be that rogue game character. You'll be able to travel again. We're going to find ways to do this mm-hmm. and to, Defied it. The innovation is going to come. We just have to get based back at home, back in our heart, back in the truth. And we got to leverage Bitcoin in the Bitcoin network. And I think that's, you know, what everybody's striving to do. It's fucking sick, man. The taxing, it the, is. It's sick. They're taxing the air, right? They, they are, they're yeah, literally yeah. taxing the air. And, you know, yeah. they, they say carbon, but they said they don't say carbon dioxide, which is like the, the oxygen side of that uh you know right <laughs> element like co2 let's not forget no we can't say the o2 because then they might figure out that we're taxing the fucking air that they breathe 
So let's just say sure. carbon and let's just make them feel like they are the filthiest, dirtiest, scummiest bastard virus that ever, yeah. that ever had the temerity to be born. Like, you know, the- and you have to be, and you have to be retrained. And that's part of it right there. It's like, okay, you're, you don't understand the, you know, the, the importance of saving the earth. You need new training now. Now we have to create new professions and you'll forever be training. You'll forever be doing whatever they tell you to do to get your new carbon credit, you know, validations. And they'll they'll keep that going. They'll keep that hamster wheel going instead of saying I'm a based sovereign individual that knows how to survive on my own. I don't need you. And, and that's, it's exactly where we're going. It is a challenge. And, you know, we're there. If you don't think we're there, then I'll talk to you in 12 months. This, you know, I mean, uh, I'm getting so fucking triggered over this now. It's like people, I I can see it now, the argument. I can see what people are going to, are going to turn around and say, yeah, well, I, I opted into this carbon kind of credit score because, you know, it's, it's what I'm doing uh, for the planet, for the people, for the greater good, because, um, you know, I just want people around me to know that I'm a good citizen, right? Yes. I want to know who the fuck ever made you feel as though you were a bad citizen in the first place. Exactly. Well, the state did after, especially after 1971. I mean, they basically were successful in making individuals, parents feel like they, they, they didn't, they weren't smart, that they, 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 they didn't know how to raise children, that they, they needed the state's help. And basically that started really big time. I was a product of that in the United States. My parents, you know, the seventies was the decade of divorce. Mm -hmm. You know, my family had to battle that. My father was a very based individual. They did not, they, they got trapped. They got captured, you know, a lot of society did. And so you're right. It's like, who made you feel that way? And now you're going to listen to them again. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. So that, you know, it's, it's very telling. It very, very much is. You're a good citizen. You already are a good citizen. You know, you are in your gut. You don't need someone to tell no. you that you're not, no. and you know, coerce you into doing something that you don't, that you feel as though you need to do. Otherwise you're going to be punished for it. Uh, you know, like this yeah. is exactly what's going on right now. People, people feel they need to go through some, uh, medical procedure just so that they can carry on living their their life. I mean, this is coercion right. on the grandest of scales. Uh, it's never been done before in the history of man. If you look at it right now, I saw a report. I think it's Moderna. They're shilling and they're 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 basically about to pass to where you can actually uh, vaccinate five month olds. So what they're doing is they're cat they're putting them on their blockchain at five months old that child is now owned by the state in ways that people are never going to understand unless you break free of that. And that's why they're going after the children with this vaccine. I mean, any right-minded person knows that children is not a problem with children. And so we don't even have to talk about that. But to get them on, onto the blockchain as they're, they've developed, and that's why I'm so against uh, anybody that tries to come at me with NFTs and freaking crypto, screw you, because you don't even understand. And if you're trying to make that damn profit, because they're going to make trillions of dollars off of this blockchain that they're creating, they're going to create whole new industries on this. Look at it like this, from the seed 
to the stock of that plant to the the basically the processing of that seed to the whatever they want to call it as the food product to the package to the store to the rest let's say to the either the restaurant or to the table to the household that has a digital identity to it now they're not fully able to trace it like that with basically um fluid you know it, it, it's still broken the system's still not there completely but you can see stuff like amazon okay you go to whole foods and you can walk in and you can walk out okay that food is digitized all right it's digitized in ways you don't understand there's 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 a school here in in texas university of texas a m and that's what a lot of people don't understand it is in texas and you know they're doing studies on graphene oxide and everybody's scared of graphene oxide and all that because they're using it they're creating a whole new trillion dollar industry on graphene oxide well now they can basically put graphene oxide on a potato and basically it looks it looks like a stamp it looks like it's a laser cut but it's graphene oxide and they can basically put it on a slice of bread and draw a cartoon on that slice of bread with graphene oxide and that that's what they're going about doing and they're going to say well it's it's graphene oxide it, you know it disappears well bullshit graphene oxide is nanotechnology it's a nanoparticle it's biometric engineering in ways that people don't understand so whenever they get all these patents that are passed they have so many citations coming left and right for graphene oxide right now the digitization of everything that we touch from our clothing to anything graphene oxide is basically the new big player in the global scale of basically product and guess what it's a conductor it can be translucent you can see it from space with satellites and so they can they can track okay i talked to earlier and if i'm getting off track just come just go with me here they are now able to track crops from space and that farmer has to sign a technology use agreement to plant seeds well if he plants any other seed they can see that from space that seed is identified and in the future they're not doing it now in the future that that seed will have graphene oxide in it where they can see it from space and they can detect anything about that seed that is off from what the the chemical company basically that designed that seed so once they can get all of this working and together what they are relying on is us in our digital footprint the internet of things 5g internet of bodies everybody that's where they're going to come out with new clothing basically that you know it's it's going to be digitized you're going to be able to listen to music through the shirt that you're wearing stuff like that i mean they're it's changing all of retail industry once they get to that you know and they start doing the 5g all these sensors that everybody's wearing basically and carrying around right now it's basically our phones and our you know apple watches and stuff like that once they know all this they'll be able to know your heartbeat they'll be able to know your blood pressure they're going to be able to know your glucose levels and they're going to be able to engineer you in ways that you don't understand and your insurance is going to cost more they'll keep you poor for the rest of your life in ways of your diet of your activities of your physical footprint as they're decreasing your physical footprint, they're going to increase your augmented reality your fantasy land and that's their that's their that's their goal because once they do that they have control of your energy basically and you are basically 
basically courting the rich in ways that people don't understand. Hmm. It's coming. It's it's coming. You know, that guy that's a chemistry, he was a Bitcoiner too, the one that got up my ass today. He thinks he's so smart and he called me dumb and an idiot. He's like, well, yeah, sure. Technology is good. It is good. How it's being used is bad. You cannot say that it's not bad. You know, I've, I've talked about the metabolical health in the United States. It is bankrupt. And so whatever you think the, the industry, the chemical, the technology industry is doing, great. It's innovative. Yes, it is. But it's captured. That's my point. It's captured. How do we get around that? We go back to the source of the fucking seed here. Now, I'm sick of having to say that to people. It is that simple. This is what we have to do. And we have to fight to get there. You know, we have to become Jack and the Beanstalk again. You know, we have to do whatever. So when you saw the whole metaverse thing drop from Zuckerberg, like uh, a week mm -hmm. or two back, you must have just been like screaming at uh, whatever it was that you were watching. Like, you know, just like, this is what I've been trying to tell people. Look at this fuck. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, you, you, you're right. I was just like, well, I'm surprised it took this long because all that CEI bullshit that they did, um, all that posturing they did with the whistleblower, all mm -hmm. that was that was a that was a pageant. Yeah. So he could come out and said, "Hey, we're going to change the meta now. You don't you can't be mad at us no anymore. Right. You know we're going to be we're going to reinvent everybody's reality." Well, what people don't realize is that company that they're I think they bought them. I don't know. They're plagiarized off of them. The meta that they're basically been working on has been work been worked on for a decade now. They knew what they were doing. All of this stuff that we've gone through the last four to five years with Facebook. It was a lead up to saying, hey, we got you. We, we got you. We know we got you. Now we're really going to get you. And we're really going to get your children now, too, because, you know, I'm, I'm going to pay attention to what's going on on Christmas and see how much shortage they have for, you know, children's toys and stuff like that. I want to see how many freaking Oculus glasses get sold during Christmas. That's going to be interesting. That's that's a good algorithm to pick, pick, pick up on. Kind of pay attention to that mm -hmm. and we'll see where this goes. So. We ain't getting any. That's for sure. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, nope. not at all. No, no. I want to go and uh, you know I do metal work in the. In, I got a metal shop and I'm gonna go out there next to the fire and I'm gonna have a hammer. I'm gonna have an anvil, and I'm gonna have cold steel. I'm gonna warm it up and I'm gonna make hat hooks this winter. So that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I do it every three to four years. I get in the metal shop. And I go do some metal artist artist work. So, and I'm going to get so back to the basics that I think I'm going to use coal and fire and raw metal and just make some art. Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that 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 cowboy hat right there needs a new hook. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> it's hanging up behind you with your iron skillet too. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm guessing that's your wardrobe, right? That's all you need in life. Pretty much. That's, that's the only thing I feel comfortable anymore. And, you know, it's not because I'm trying to create a character here. Well, I am. I am creating a character. Mm -hmm. I'm creating my own damn character. But yeah, I mean, I, I can't go without my cowboy hat anymore. And if I travel, I take the skillet with me. Um, it's something that I have to. I'm happy when I do that. When I go camping, if I'm on the road, you know, I'll sleep in my truck and, you know, I'll use that skillet a little, you know, propane. And 
it's so easy to do mm-hmm. you know bubba you know i was talking yeah. to bubba you know i said where's your damn skillet you're a truck driver come on <laughs> but he does well man for being a truck driver but yeah and there's a skillet pleb out there bitcoin skillet skillet whatever i can't remember exactly he 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 refurbishes skillets and i'm fascinated with his work i want i want to go to in in business with him and start you know selling cast iron skillets people are doing amazing stuff out there there's there's the guy i can't remember his i'm sorry plebs if you're listening but the guy that's making the uh the wooden chopping boards for your yeah, your steaks yeah, with the, the branded yeah. B. It just looks That's so awesome. damn good, man. Like, come on, it, it is, it is, it's cool. And you know, I said I was gonna make cooks. What I want to do is I'm gonna make a couple, a couple of knives too that I can cut up the beef with. So. I got a shout out, Brecky. Have you seen what Brecky's doing? No, I haven't. Brecky yet. at Swamp what Bitcoin. Um, yeah, he he bought a chunk of marble and he bought the uh-huh. he bought the tools. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going right. to go carve something. What should I carve? And he's like, uh, he, he took uh, recommendations and he comes to the idea. He's like, I'm going to carve a rice stone. So he's tweeting out his, uh, his updates. Right. Oh my God, this thing looks awesome. amazing. It's a beautiful rice stone. Looks like the exact one on the front of the Bitcoin standard. And you're like, really? oh my God, oh, you got you got to check it out. Awesome. You got to check it I out. Will, he's I done will. a great job. But this, look, look what it's doing to people. It really is. And, you know, I haven't been in the metal shop for like three or four years. And I said, man, I got to I got to go get me a new anvil. And, you know, I just got to hammer some stuff out. And, you know, that's what when I see something that society's doing, that's where my mind goes now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, w- I wasn't going to go to uh, the block party in Austin. I'm going to the block party in Austin. I wouldn't miss it for the world now. And, you know, there, I, we all start thinking different. So it, it's pretty cool, you know, and one, th- I wanted to bring up, you just, you just shilled uh, Brecky, uh, Frida with the Bitcoin book, mm-hmm. uh, her, everybody go to uh, my co health at my co health. And what she's done is she's uh, basically created a Bitcoin book and it's for kids. Bitcoin for kiddos is the name of the book. Yeah. It, and you ordered one. Yeah. Yeah. We got it here. And yeah, you, it's great. And you got it. So what I want to do is once you read that, she sent me one too. And so I think everybody, basically, if you've got kids out there, go get this book before Christmas. Screw them with the Oculus glasses. Yes. Let's start, yes. you know, I'm serious. Let's get these kids on a Bitcoin standard reading right now. What a better time as they're trying to shut down, you know, uh, Christmas in ways with the supply chain, you, you know, it's coming. And so let's, let's everybody order the Bitcoin book for kiddos. And, um, you know, we're going to, you know, we're not going to play their game. We're going to play our game. There, it's, there's such great things. I was looking over my shoulder. I was trying to see if I had the book behind me, but, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should, we should do everybody the service, uh, you know, the, the Bitcoin rabbit rabbi, he, he wrote his book as yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah, do everybody, Scott, everybody, you know, choice. Scott Sibley and his wife Mallory made uh, the Shamari card game, uh, which uh-huh. is amazing. Definitely go check out Shamari. And then they brought out a book to follow that called Good Night Bitcoin for, for really, really uh-huh. teenies. Uh, you know, right. just, to, just to read on your lap, you know, it's a yeah. three or four minute read. And it's like after Good Night Moon and Good Night Bear. And so they've done Good Night Bitcoin, you know, they've just ripped off the whole. That's awesome. It's so good uh 
MTC, he's uh, he's bought out uh, the Sats Ledger, so kids can keep um, a little uh, oh, wow. stickers booklet of. Uh, mm-hmm. Here it is. There they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, you know what? Since we're live here on the show, Princey, let's do this. Why don't you send me all that in uh, email or whatever? And um, this Sunday, instead of stop, uh, talking in my newsletter about all these jackasses out there, let's uh, let's put some to a de- uh, Christmas uh, thing together and I'll send that out in my newsletter. Yeah, 100%. And that way, you know, I'll just that's what I'll write about this Sunday. I think that'll be really cool. And it's a perfect timing. Today's November 11th. So just send me all everybody's contact, whatever their handles and everything, yep. uh, anything you can think of. I'll just make a newsletter out of that and we'll get that sent out. And uh, everybody, you know, we'll, we'll do, we'll spend some sats for Christmas for kids. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, support these projects because, uh, you know, people are putting mm-hmm. their- they're not going to make a living out of this at the end of the day. No, they're, they're, they're going to make some And they're sats. not trying to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're making some sats. And what it'll do is it'll lead, you know, we're, we're creating awareness. That's what we're doing. That's our job right now is you and I is creating awareness, mm-hmm. you know, let people go into different portals of thought. So that's that's what we need to be good at, you and I. So I don't mind doing that. Cool. All right, brother. Well, we should wrap it up. A great yeah, rip. Once again, <laughs> once again, huh? once again, Jeez. but a great rip as always. Thanks. Uh, well, thanks for coming on and thanks for reaching out in the first place. And thank you for everything you're doing to, to, you know, tie all of these loose ends together and try and bring people together and think about what, you know, the wider picture of what are we eating, why are we eating it and what should we be eating and uh, how can we improve our health and how can we improve our lives and really, you know, I got a very, very keen eye on what's going on in, in Texas, what we were talking about earlier, bringing all of these sectors right. together and, you know, this hotbed of activity sounds like you're onto something. Uh, you've got great guys down there to, you know, they, they've got your six, right? All of these guys. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. So this yeah. It, this is going places. And uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure to, um, to help you get your message out. So thanks again. Yeah. And, you know, I always... I always tell you every time you were the first one to ever have me on a podcast. And I really appreciate that. And um, I'm going to start doing a podcast. It's of course amateur, but what I want to do is start bringing in the beef guys to talk about beef and it's going to be called Texas Slim's vision. And so um, that's, I already got one episode out there and basically it's me and Michael from Oshi talking about the Oshi app. And so you guys look for that. It's, you know, I've got it. I've posted it a couple of times, but it, you can look at it on Spotify, but car there in Austin, he's producing me for free now talking about community. So we're getting my platforms and everything built out to where I'll start populating and we're going to really start educating people on beef from, you know, from parts of the cow, you know, to different cuts of it. So I've got some chefs that are thinking about ideas of how to cook beef. So there's a lot of stuff coming out. It's going to be kind of a fun podcast. And so I'm, I'm formally inviting you uh, on the podcast uh, around around Christmas time that you and I can arrange because you'll have your cow or your beef at that yeah. time. And then we'll we'll talk about it and bring in the new year and the holidays that way. Let's do it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll okay, be in I'd love close to. contact. I should be picking that up on the 22nd of deck. So 
Yeah, uh, we'll have we'll stories pl- for we'll you, and, out. and Lauren can tell you the stories of uh, of picking up the gear, the the, the beef, and uh, seeing the cows, uh-huh. and uh, you know perhaps riding the vehicles and whatever else. And I, I'm looking forward to the uh, the first um, Bitcoin cattle ranch. Uh, the you, you know yeah. the, like the five days out on the, uh, the there you the go. city slickers yeah. style Bitcoin. Oh, you know God. straight off the bit block bit block boom or something like that. You know all off to a ranch yeah. somewhere and. Camping we will and, be doing yeah, that next year. That'll be awesome, yeah, man. We will. That'll be awesome. We will be doing that next year. And uh, it's it's actually, I've, I was thinking about that about a week ago. I was like, oh, crap, I got it. Because you brought up City Slickers. <laughs> I said, well, crap, I got to do something far better than that damn movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we'll be doing that. There's some big corners that got some land. There's an uh, old guy up in Idaho. He talks to Joel a lot with Untap. So there's going to be something that happens for sure. So, you know, we're going to make it happen. That'll be so cool, man. All right. We'll leave it there. Thank you so much again. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your day. Really appreciate it. You too, Daniel. We'll be talking to you soon. Oh, tell uh, tell Lauren I know, uh, there'll be some boots coming. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll come and pick them up in person and then she can try them on. There you go. Right? Yeah. All right, man. Take okay. care. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Hey guys, hope you enjoyed that latest rip with uh, Modern Team Man, keeping up to date with what's going on and the Texas Beef Initiative. It sounds as though Texas really is staking its claim to be the place of, you know, all of these kind of industries coming together and understanding Bitcoin in a very collaborative and cool way. And what a solid foundation to build from. If you're building with, you know, legacy ranchers, uh, you know, securing that um, that idea of distributing the, the network of food or mining protein as Slim has now gone with. And the oil guys getting involved because we know there's a lot of good work going on down there. I know the, the guys at the um, Unchained BitDevs meetup, uh, there's, a, there's a team of guys I think, um, Al's Lacrosse has definitely been part of that. Big shout out to Al and Parker and the guys that are doing work with the oil producers down there. And Adam O as well from Upstream Data has, has been down there and, and holding meetings. This is happening. These meetings are going on. These people are interested in learning about Bitcoin and how it can change their, their businesses and their lives. And uh, this is um, an interesting spot to be, especially with all the tech initiative down there as well, man. Wow. It's a hotbed. Yeah, we'd love to learn more. Uh, and reach out to uh, at modern t man on Twitter if you uh, if you're in the Austin area and you want to reach out he's always open as you can hear anyway I'll sign off don't forget to use coincorner.com if you want to start stacking some sats also you can use relay relai.ch and of course swanbitcoin.com take control of your coins with shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitten and get yourself a 10% discount at the conference using the code BITTEN at checkout. Catch you on the next one, guys.